0: Identifying Tactical Voting on Polling Data, the 2010 UK General Election Paper by Stephen DuPras of France and Dr Lionel Page of Cambridge Judge Business School and Queensland University of Technology, Brisbane, Australia, from where he spoke to us, shows conclusively that tactical voting did cost the Conservatives an outright win at the last election. Up to 37 seats were lost because of tactical voting, and Liberal Democrat voters switched to Labour, but paradoxically, their party, ended up forming a coalition government with the conservatives
1: well it is always hard to uh, uh, to say something for certain but what we what we look for from our estimates is that we estimate that between 20 and and 37 seats were lost uh, for the conservatives due to this tactical voting mainly liberal democrats switching in marginals to vote for the labor and Given that the conservatives got 307 seats in the election, they they were only short by 21 seats from the overall majority. And actually, I mean, if you if you look more how um, forming a majority government uh, works, you know that you, you don't really need 326 seats, uh, 326 seats. You think that conservatives may have been able to form a government with something like 321 or, so, or 323. So what are results? Uh, suggest is that effectively uh, the tactical voting which happened during the election cost uh, the Conservatives uh, uh, a majority government indeed.
0: So it, the tactical voting did cost the Conservatives an outright victory and it was Lib Dem voters switching to Labour.
1: Yes, so this seems a bit paradoxical that in some sense Lib Dem, Liberal Democrats voting for, for the Labour uh, costed the majority to the Conservatives. And this led to the first coalition government since the Second World War, but between the Dems and the Conservatives.
0: This new research uses different methodology to work out what voters did from previous surveys, such as the British Election Survey, which relies on asking people what they did. In this research, Dr Page and his colleague analysed the actual results of the 2010 election. They found newspapers got their tactical voting guides wrong, as did the parties themselves, and some trade union guides too, although these were better. Surprisingly, voters themselves, using their own uniform swing analysis, were more accurate.
1: It's well known that uh, tactical voting is significant in, uh, in, um, in British elections around between you know estimates go between five and nine percent of people say afterward that they voted tactically so we do know that there is tactical voting from these surveys but a problem with surveys is that people uh, first they may not remember exactly what they did and you observe that this is a bigger problem when you go uh, when surveys are, are asked a long time after the election but also people may be unwilling to tell you exactly what they did um particular with tactical voting you have a kind of um, a problem about the social desir- desirability about it you know, p- people prefer to say that they have uh, opted for honest votes rather than to say that they switch it for an instrumental vote for another party so as a consequence you may always doubt um, the level of tactical voting which is revealed by surveys and so what we did is just to look at the polling data to, to estimate the tactical voting from the polling data without having to ask people uh, what they did.
0: The newspaper uh, supplement, you know, whether it was the Daily Mirror or the Independent or the Guardian telling people how to vote tactically, actually uh, didn't get it right. But the voters themselves, using uniform swing predictions across the country, were able to work out how to vote tactically. Was that surprising?
1: Well, yes, it's a bit surprising when you think about it because you think that normally the information flows from the newspapers to the voters, right? So it, it was surprising for us to find that actually the newspapers, uh, which offered some tactical voting guides, offer actually some not very good information about um, where to find uh, the um, uh, the marginals. So what typically they did is they just looked at the uh, results from 2005 and started looking at the, the, the seats where the The Labour was just ahead of the Conservatives and considered these kind of seats as marginals. But you know that because the national uniform swings estimated before the election was estimated to be around 6, 7, 8 percent, Uh, as a consequence, the real marginal that you should expect, the seats which were going to be the closest in results, were not going to be the seats where the Labour was just ahead in 2005, but more the seats where Labour was ahead by um, 10, 12 points, which is twice the swing. Uh, So the consequence of of this is that the voting guides were were talking about lots of seats where actually they were almost for sure lost for the labor, and they were talking about these seats as marginals, and they were missing out a chunk of seats which were marginals uh, and where the labor had had a a, a larger advance in 2005. So that's that's, that's, the... one problem.
0: So who did get their predictions for the 2010 general election right? Well, it was the bookmakers. Not only did they use the national uniform swing, but they also took into account local factors, such as the expenses scandal or incumbency. And these were more accurate in their predictions.
1: So it is something well known in economics that bookmakers are actually very good at forecasting. And one reason for that is I mean, that they are m- making money out of that. So, you know, if they were not good, in some sense, they would be uh, expelled from the market. So, what we observe is that their prediction were were better than than the putting guys and the uniform swing model. And if you compare it to to the newspapers, maybe newspapers didn't make good predictions because you know they they didn't have much. I mean. Um, they didn't spend much time to, to make the predictions, you know, maybe they did it very quickly in the last weeks of the campaign. Well, the bookmakers will use not only the information that they have about the national uniform swing, but they will also use uh, local information, for instance, about the scandals, spending scandals, and this kind of thing, to, to form a very um, precise estimation about what they think, what they believe, for each seat, the likelihood of each candidate to win is more accurate.
0: Despite many accusations and worries, the political parties did not target their spending well in the marginals. Those glossy leaflets that came through their door may just have given more information to voters and thus enabled them to become more sophisticated to realise that they were in a marginal constituency. But people do have a preference for an honest vote for the party they really support
1: what we find is that uh, in in the, um, uh, in the long-term campaign uh, the spending is not very well targeted for marginals and some you know, a likely reason is that um, seats which are already conservatives are, it's easier for them to collect money and, and to spend money uh, than for seats which are under uh, labor uh, MP. If you look at the, uh, uh, the short campaign, you have clearly a peak closer to the um, prediction of the uniform swing. So in this sense, we would expect that uh, spending could affect tactical voting. However, what we observe is that uh, you observe a clear peak of spending from the conservatives in the marginals, but you do not observe any peak at all of the vote of the conservatives where they spent money. So this is somehow puzzling. It seems that like parties have... Clearly identified where was uh, the um, where were the marginals, but the, spend, the higher spending, at least from the conservatives, didn't induce more votes. So what we think is that it doesn't mean that the spending doesn't have an effect, but maybe one effect of the spending is that it gives a lot of information to voters to know that it's here that it's a marginal. Uh, you know, if you are a voter in a marginal, then you receive. A paper from the uh, Labour telling you this city is very important. A paper from the Conservatives telling you this city is very important, and then maybe you realise that actually this is the case, and you may not be influenced exactly by the leaflets, and and you don't end up voting for the party uh, which you receive the most leaflets. But the fact that you have received these leaflets helps you to to decide that you are in a marginal and to decide how to vote then, knowing this.
0: The approach of identifying tactical voting by using the actual polling data from the 2010 UK general election shows conclusively that not only did tactical voting cost the Conservatives the victory they desired at the last election, but that if AV confuses voters, the sophisticated voter may end up with less choice than they did by using their voters tactically. It's certainly food for thought.